episode on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Four Ducks enter COVID protocol, but we're going to play on, I guess. And some changes to the NHL Draft Lottery. We're going to talk about all of that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is hump day. It is Wednesday. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher Radio. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. All right, we're going to talk about this. So the Anaheim Ducks have four new players entering COVID protocols as of yesterday. What's that mean for today's game? Uh, uh, we play on, I guess. Yeah, with four players going into COVID protocol, you would think that maybe the National Hockey League would think about not, but I guess rescheduling the game. You'd think they would do that. They've done that in Canada. Look what's happened with the Montreal Canadiens. They're postponing all their games up to the weekend because two players tested positive, but they're being a little bit more cautious. The Ducks, they're playing it a little bit fast and loose, and the league is saying, well, I guess we're going to play on. This is recording Wednesday morning. I typically record day before, but this is going to record in the morning because I wanted to make sure that the game was still going on. With the game being a 2.30 p.m. Pacific time start, it looks like everything's a go. However, there will not be a morning skate. There will not be anything in the afternoon. So the Ducks won't even have an inkling of what their lineup is going to look like until time of game. So here are the four players who have entered the NHL's COVID list. They are Danton Heinen, Ben Hutton, Anthony Stolarz, and Jacob Larson. Hmm, someone that I talked about a lot on yesterday's podcast. I know what Ducks fans are thinking, and I've already read the comments. This is one of the times that I did read the comments about this. But, man, Ducks fans, they're they're brutal about this. They're saying this is the way to get Jacob Larson out of the lineup. Look, I mean, I know it's, it's maudlin to say this, but this is not the way to get Jacob Larson out of the lineup. I mean, come on, let's have a little bit more tact here. I mean, yeah, he had a horrible game on Monday, but you don't want to wish anything like that on anybody. But anyway, so Larson is out, Heinen is out, Hutton is out, and Stolarz is out. This is why the Ducks have a taxi squad. So guess who's the goalie in the taxi squad? If you guessed Lucas Dostal, you'd be correct. As far as we know, with Gibby still out, and now with Stolarz out... That means that Ryan Miller will be starting today's game, and Luca Dostal will be the backup goaltender today. So just in case something happens to Ryan Miller during the game, we're going to see the National Hockey League debut of Dostal. How exciting would that be? I, I would love it, although Dostal has been struggling as of recent with the San Diego goals, but the goals have been really not terrible but they've struggled on defense recently because their defensive core has been depleted. So that is not all on Dostal. But just exciting for him to put on a Ducks uniform. That's really cool to see. And to have this take place at Minnesota, hey, why the heck not, right? Um, some other guys that might come up. Here's who should play tonight. Give Cody Karan a game. Give the kid a chance. Although... This is a long road trip for the Ducks. A long road trip. If one or two more guys enter COVID protocol, 
then they're not going to have enough guys to field a team, and then they would have to postpone games. This is game two of a five-game road trip. Obviously, those four gentlemen will have to sit out tonight's game, and who knows about the coming games after that. I mean, they might have to sit out. With that many players out, it might be upon the league to try to postpone a couple of these games. I'm not so sure it's the best idea right now because, like I said, with the Canadian teams postponing games because one or two guys are in COVID protocol, then maybe it makes more sense to have those games go on because only one or two guys. That's why they have a taxi squad. Four guys, that is right on the edge. If you have six or seven guys enter COVID protocol, then you're not going to have enough from that taxi squad. So you have to postpone games no matter what. And it'll be even harder to get guys cross-country just in the blink of an eye because then they have to go through testing and all that stuff. And we might see some guys lost from the San Diego goals. I mean, who's going to start in goal for San Diego on Wednesday? Is it going to be Ole Eriksson Ek? I guess we'll find out. We don't even know about that. I mean, that still remains to be seen on game time as well. So a lot of decisions have to be made. But I mentioned Cody Curran. Cody Curran has a blistering shot for the San Diego goals. One of the, I guess, I don't want to say elder statesmen. I mean, he's a bit older, but he's certainly not that old. Again, elder statesman at 31. Give Cody Curran the chance. He has paid his dues. He's been around the game for a long time, and he's got a heavy shot. Not quite as heavy of a shot as, say, Martin Furk, but he's still got a 100-mile-per-hour shot in him. So why not put Cody Curran up there? Uh, you're sure going to have Lucas Dostal backing up. And then who else in the taxi squad? Hey, look who might play tonight. David Backus. He might get some playing time tonight. So why not put David Backus in there? And one more player. Hmm, who to put up there? Andrew Agazzino? Vinny Letary? You know, Vinny Letary might go up again. Letary's already played a game with Anaheim this season. So may as well play Vinny Letary. So those are some of the guys that could be playing tonight at Minnesota. Once again, that game takes place at 2.30. And since the game is going on, I will be hosting a locker room chat before and during the game. The locker room will start at approximately 2.15 p.m. And that's when the lineups will finally come out. So be sure to join me for that. And we'll have a good time. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. Let's talk about betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And they have every game, including tonight's Ducks game. Of course, they're obviously the underdog in tonight's game as well they should be. They've been the underdog for almost every game. But just to give some more concrete lines... Uh, the Ducks and Wild, they're not expected to play a really quality game. In fact, they're expected to have over or under five and a half goals. So maybe take the over on that. There might be some tired goalies. But obviously, the Wild are the favorite. They're a minus 245. The Ducks are a plus 218. So if you want to bet on the Ducks somehow winning this game, then you could put a $10 bet and get 21 back. Or, if you're feeling really adventurous, maybe bet on the Buffalo Sabres ending their long losing streak. 
You can check that all out on betonline.ag. On your first deposit, enter promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly. All right, speaking of the Buffalo Sabres, we're going to have some draft lottery talk on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me today at about 2.15 p.m. to get in on the action. Locker Room is changing the way we talk about sports, and it's the perfect place to join conversations about the league, about the National Hockey League, about the Anaheim Ducks. So once again, be sure to join me today as I'll be hosting a room around 2.15 on the Locker Room app. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS Apple devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks on the Locker Room app and be notified when my room goes live. I know you don't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live once again today at 2.15. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Ducks, on the league, on the COVID protocols, all that stuff going on. So I'll see you guys there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, so something else that I'm probably going to talk about a little bit in today's Locker Room is going to be the draft lottery. And if you guys have any questions or comments about that, be sure to join me today. So the draft lottery is changing a little bit. If you guys checked out the LO underscore Ducks Twitter, this I mentioned a little bit. So I'm going to read this one verbatim because this one is a big deal for Ducks fans. You'll know why. The NHL announced that changes to its draft lottery, a weighted system implemented and utilized to determine the order of selection in the first round of the NHL draft, not qualifying for the Stanley Cup playoffs. The changes approved by league's board of governors will reduce the likelihood of the worst finishing club dropping in the draft order and not retaining the right to the first overall selection. Reduce the magnitude of any possible drop in draft order for the worst finishing club Limit the number of clubs based on regular season standing that are eligible to win the first selection in the draft and limit the number of times in a defined time period that the same club can benefit from winning a draft lottery draw, end quote. This is a little bit interesting. So does this prevent tanking? Does this enhance tanking? Because here's the big one. This is going to take effect on this year's draft lottery. The number of lottery draws will be reduced from 3 to 2. This will limit the number of selections the worst finishing club can drop in the final draft order. Whereas currently, the worst finishing club can drop from the first overall position to the fourth overall position in draft order, as has happened in 2017, 2019, 2020. Now, the lowest, the worst finishing club could drop would be the third overall position, end quote. So this is a big deal for the Ducks because as of right now, they have the second worst record in the league. Second worst, yeah. Blink if you missed that. Remember when the Ducks were third or fourth 
in the division. Remember that? Yeah, not anymore. Now they're the second worst overall. That means that right now they would have the number two slot in the draft. That means the Ducks cannot be worse than the fourth overall position. That also means that they are somewhat less likely to get one of those two picks. But their odds right now for getting a top two pick are about 30%. Actually, according to Tankathon, they have a 26.5% chance of getting a top two pick. The reason they are second worst is because they have less regulation and overtime wins against their nearest opponent. So that means that Detroit, Ottawa, they have about the same percentage, but because of regulation overtime wins, the Ducks have a worse record, and therefore they would be ahead in the draft lottery. So hey, maybe those shootout wins, maybe that actually kind of paid off for Anaheim. Actually, that one shootout win, that benefits the Ducks somehow. Wow, they have so few regulation overtime wins this season. Now that I look at it, that's not much. So they would have by far. Can you imagine if they have a worse record than the Buffalo Sabres? I mean, you thought the Ducks were a laughingstock. As of right now, the Buffalo Sabres have lost 14 games in a row. 14. You thought the 9 was bad before. At the time, 9 consecutive losses was the worst in the National Hockey League. Then the Sabres said, hey... Hold my beer. I'll show you how it's done. 14 in a row. 14. I feel bad for Jack Eichel. That is someone that probably wants to get the hell out of Buffalo right now. 14 in a row. Ouch. So here's what this means for the draft lottery as far as, you know, having only two teams. So the worst Buffalo could do is third. The worst Anaheim could do is fourth. This is a direct action to what happened last year when Detroit had by far the worst record and somehow dropped all the way down to the fourth pick in the overall draft. Dropped all the way to four. The Ducks dropped to sixth, although that kind of worked out because Drysdale's been okay. But as far as Detroit goes, I know Red Wings fans were pissed that they did not at least get a top three pick, despite the fact they had about a 50% chance of getting at least a top three pick, and it did not fall their way. So does this prevent tanking? I'm going to say no. This might actually enhance tanking a little bit because now that we know you can't fall more than two spots below, that means more teams are going to be gunning to get a worse and worse record knowing that they are guaranteed to get a top three or top four pick. So hey, if you're the Anaheim Ducks, do you want to tank some more? I know I've kind of refrained from saying that a little bit. But if you want to guarantee yourself a top three pick, uh, maybe it's a time to start losing every game possible. Hmm, maybe this is why the Ducks are okay with playing today's game, is they don't have the personnel, but they may as well tank a little bit and get a top four pick, right? Because that's, hey, it looks like that right now. That's what it looks like. Look at who's on the draft board as far as top four, top five. You have Owen Power, the obvious number one pick. You have Matt Benier. You have Luke Hughes. You have Simon Edvinson, Brant Clark, and even Dylan Genther. Oh, and Kent Johnson, who's also playing for Michigan. By the way, check out Michigan on the Frozen Four coming up because there are three guys currently playing at Michigan that are going to be in the Frozen Four 
And those are three guys that are going to be top 10 picks in this year's NHL draft. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about draft stuff and what this means. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the best tasting protein bar in the land. And I got to say, the sweetest 16 is over. So what does that mean? That means we have the Elite. Wait, I'm sorry, not the Elite 8. I'm only kidding, of course. It is the Enticing 8. Yesterday, we had Coconut Brownie Chunk. They indeed beat out Lemon Almond Cheesecake. So here's your, sorry, Enticing 8. Cookies and Cream, Coconut Almond, Cookie Dough Chunk, White Chocolate Birthday Cake, Mint Brownie, Coconut Puff, Caramel brownie and coconut brownie chunk. You cannot go wrong with any of those flavors unless you don't like coconut. In which case, today's matchup is an easy one for me personally. Cookies and cream versus coconut almond. I've said this several times. Cookies and cream is one of my favorite all-time flavors of Built Bar. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Vote for cookies and cream in the enticing eight and take them all the way to the final four, I'm sorry, the flavorful four. So vote for cookies and cream today. And while you're there, check out all the fantastic Built Bars. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about the draft after the second intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Once again, brought to you by the Locker Room app. Join me later today at approximately 2.15, and I'll open up the conversation to all of you. And we'll talk about the draft lottery if we want. We'll talk about other stuff in the National Hockey League. Talk about the Ducks, their COVID test, who's going to play, who's not going to play. Join the conversation on the Locker Room app. All right. So there's a couple things that I kind of left out on purpose. I wanted to save this for the end. So once again, this year's draft lottery, the lottery draws are reduced from three to two. So that's a big one. But there's two other pretty significant changes that could affect the Ducks starting next year because this is going to be implemented starting in 2022. And I'm going to quote this. Number two. There will be a limit on the total number of selections, 10, a club participating in the draft lottery can, quote, move up, unquote, in the event it wins one of the draft lottery draws. The result will be that the number of teams eligible to first overall in any given year will be reduced from 16 total teams to 11 total teams, end quote. That means that if you finish with the 12th worst record in the NHL, the highest you could move up is the second pick if you, I guess, win the draft lottery. I wouldn't call that winning, but moving up 10 spots is significant, so I'm sure those teams would be happy to have that happen. But if that were to happen, here's what happens. So let's say, for example, if it was implemented this year, just, you know, theoretically, if that was this year, that means the Ducks would have an even higher chance of getting a top two pick because you have to take into account 
teams like Philadelphia, the Rangers, the Kings, Calgary, Arizona, whose pick is forfeited, by the way, and Columbus. Then think about this. Those teams would not be able to select first or second. So let's say the the Kings, they move up 10 spots. The highest they can move up is fourth. That means that Anaheim could be no lower than third if that were to happen. Also, something else to keep in mind. The Coyotes' first round pick is forfeited. What if the Coyotes win the draft lottery? Then who gets the first pick? There is an answer to that, by the way. In the event that Arizona wins the draft lottery, that pick is forfeited and the second pick would go to whoever's next in line, which would be Buffalo. Then the quote third pick, unquote, which is realistically the second pick, would then go to Anaheim. So it is possible for Anaheim to still get a top two, top three pick if Arizona wins the draft lottery. So I think we're all hoping for either Anaheim to get a top two pick or for Arizona to get a top two pick because everyone just simply moves down. So maybe this really is the year to focus on that tank mode. Focus on that completely. Because, hey, if it ends up being Buffalo getting the first pick and Arizona getting the second pick, the Ducks still pick third. They still get a top three pick. That's all right, right? Not too bad. Then you think about, well, the other one. There's one other change. This is a significant one. A limit on teams winning a lottery draw. And I'm going to quote the first half of this. Quote, no single team will be able to advance in the draft order by reason of winning a lottery draw more than two times in any five-year period. This limitation will not affect a club's ability to retain its presumptive draft position in any draft lottery, nor would it preclude the possibility of the club moving down in draft order to the extent other clubs advance by reason of winning the lottery draws. For purposes of clarity, the limitation would attach to the team not the specific pick, end quote. The reason I'm going to end there is because there are currently a few teams that have won draft lotteries more than once. That would be, I guess, out of this. Uh, Ottawa, they won a top three pick, so they'd be out of it. Hey, look at that. There's the New York Rangers. If the Rangers somehow get a top two pick this year, that means they would not be able to win the lottery for 2022 23 and 24 so they'd be out of it completely they'd be gone from having to get a new pick how about that so that could be an advantage for the ducks if they are still poor in the 2021 2022 season so that's something to think about as well have the ducks won a lottery recently the answer is no so they could have a chance at hey you know what could happen this could happen Buffalo could get the first pick. Arizona can get the second pick, which means the Ducks would still get the quote-unquote third or actually second pick without winning the lottery. That means the Ducks would still have a chance to, I guess, move up a significant amount. Or they could have a better chance at getting a pick because, hey, if Arizona won a draft lottery, that is one of those times that they've won a lottery pick. That means they cannot do it again. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts as far as this goes. 
I know Arizona complicates things. Uh, Seattle coming into the league, that semi-complicates things. But that's the reason why they're waiting for the 2022 draft is because of Seattle. That's why they're waiting for this. So that is the news on the draft lottery and how that affects the Anaheim Ducks. That's going to do it for today. Thank you all for listening. It is greatly appreciated. Once again, join me on the Locker Room app. I'll be hosting a room today at approximately 2.15. Do some pregame talk and also have kind of a watch party of sorts during the first period of today's Ducks Wild game. So definitely check that out. Uh, Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks and find me on the Locker Room app at Locked on Anaheim Ducks or simply look up Locked on Ducks. Or you could find me, which is Jason Hernandez, find me on the Locker Room app. So you should be able to find it pretty easily. Also, be sure to rate, comment, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Also, also, drop me an email. Why not? Email address is LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thanks to you all for listening. And we're going to have hockey today. We're going to have hockey, believe it or not, between the Ducks and the Wild. So join me later today. We'll talk about it and enjoy some hockey later today. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. I look forward to talking to you later today. Be kind to one another and ducks fly together. Mm-hmm.